Dissonance Media and the Other Stories presents Step into the abyss of After the Gloaming, a gothic fiction podcast that delves into the depths of human emotion, unyielding love, revenge, internal struggles, and restless souls await you in nine haunting episodes where dread, fear, and rare glimpses of eerie happiness linger. Dare to listen on your favourite podcatcher? After the gloaming beckons, search now, but beware, innocence will be left behind. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. These aren't the stories your mother told you. No, these are the other stories. Alicia, a short story, written by Ben Arrington, narrated by Ian McEwen. Alicia wasn't always Alicia, not on the surface at least. She was raised as a little boy, but from a young age she knew that her physical gender was only skin deep. She was often scared and felt alone as there was nobody she knew in her small town that seemed to be suffering from the same crisis that she was. It was before the days of the internet when she could have confided in chat rooms and forums about the confusion she felt. She was forced to suffer in silence, keeping her dysphoria a dark secret she felt a great shame at having to bear. Alicia didn't fantasize about being Axl Rose or Jim Morrison or Ian Curtis. She wanted to be Debbie Harry, Susie Sue, Madonna. When she started wearing makeup, it was easy to continue to hide in plain sight. Glam rock was popular, and all of the men in bands were wearing just as much makeup as the girls. Her hair was big and her pants were tight, but it didn't seem to matter. She couldn't hide behind it forever, though. She knew that when she grew up, she would have to be true to herself and live her life as a woman. Of course, the common misconceptions surrounding gender and sexuality instantly rose to the surface. Her dad had called her a faggot, 
and that really hurt. It was the unchecked anger in his eyes, the utter contempt replaced the once loving gaze. Alicia took a while to come to terms with this, but when she did, it felt like an astronomical weight had been lifted from her shoulders. If her friends couldn't accept her for who she was, they weren't her true friends. If her family couldn't accept her for who she was, they weren't her true family. She'd find new friends. She'd find new family. When some have such deep-set prejudices, buried deep and subconscious from a young age, as they're exposed to the ill-informed and regurgitated opinions of those who raise them or those they call peers, really can affect how they see the world. Those prejudices are hard to dig out, their roots tough and stubborn, taking the hardest of poles to even dislodge, let alone remove completely. It's easy to be closed-minded, especially if that's all you've known your entire life. To open up, to really see the beauty of our planet and all of the colorful people within it, accepting them for their differences and celebrating the wonder of them, that is what it means to truly be a citizen of the world, a human being. Alicia had always been in bands, whether it was fronting them with gender-fluid bravado or settling in the background and developing an unbreakable rapport within the rhythm section. Music was something that really helped her express herself, and she could do it just the same stone-cold sober as she could with a belly full of strong tequila. It just didn't matter. When the guitars were raging and the drums were pounding, her heart felt like her soul was going to spill over and out of her mouth, ready to join with the whoops of delight and raw energy displayed by the crowd, if they were lucky to have one. Alicia started collecting tattoos on her skin, moments in her life remembered by the black ink that now covered much of her body, from her arms, to her chest, to her back, to her neck. Places she had visited, people she had met, words she had heard or read or written, some designed by her and some designed by friends. A few she had tattooed on herself during a misjudged phase where she had been convinced she could make a decent tattoo artist, so used much of her left forearm as practice. Relationships came and went, some abusive and some way too intense for her to deal with. After years, she had gained enough success to be able to tour the world and was making enough money by putting out album after album of critically acclaimed punk rock. But she always felt sad, numb, cold. Drugs took over. Bad characters latched onto the tour, and Alicia developed unpleasant habits. She needed the escape that being high gave her and she needed it way too often. She slipped into a routine of narcotics, booze, and casual sex, often crying herself to sleep at night. She didn't know what was wrong and how to make it better. That was until one sunny afternoon in Belgium. Alicia was signing autographs at a festival. Band and her gathered behind a table in a tent as hundreds of kids queued for a chance to meet their idols. She was nursing a hell of a hangover, and although she continued to scribble her name on posters and albums and skin, she felt like she was nearing the edge, 
as if it would be one or two more bad nights before she'd end up in the emergency room again. Or worse, dead. Having choked on her own vomit in her bunk while her bandmates slept soundly around her, all knowing that she had a problem, but none of them having the guts to tell her that she did. Alicia looked up as a trans girl neared the front of the queue. She had some lyrics tattooed on her forearms from a song Alicia had wrote called Dead to Me, which was about her father, a man she hadn't talked to for almost 20 years. Disown me if you will. You never owned me anyway. There were tears in her eyes as she held out a copy of the record the song was taken from, the breakout album Pity for the Ignorant. Alicia signed it, but didn't take her eyes off of the beautiful girl who reminded her of herself when she used to sing Papa Don't Preach at the top of her lungs into a hairbrush in front of the mirror. The exchange was brief and silent. A look, a smile, a nod of understanding. But in that moment, surrounded by the flashing of camera bulbs and the screaming of fans, they unknowingly and simultaneously save each other's lives. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Other Stories. Alicia was written by Ben Errington, narrated by Ian McEwen, with music by Tom Robson and Twilight in the States. We've just released our first print edition of The Other Stories. It collects all of the stories from the first three volumes of the show, with an extra thrown in just for you. It's available from all good Amazons, and you'll find the direct link in the show notes for this episode. If you enjoyed the episode immensely, then why not go and leave us a review in the iTunes store and help spread the word, the love, and the joy. Until next time. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.